I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for listening to the best of Cavino and Rich podcast. Be sure to catch us live every day from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Cavino and Rich at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. People were shocked to find out this weekend that Alex Rodriguez was Dominican. And he actually had to publicly address social media. (laughs) After this appearance sideline, he had to go to social media and be like, hey, guys, relax. Relax. I'm Dominican. I fell asleep on vacation and I got a little tan, but I'm Dominican, so it's normal. And he had to like reaffirm and reconfirm to everybody that he is indeed Hispanic of Dominican descent. It just baffles me that people are that stupid to not put two and two together that, oh yeah, you know, he's Hispanic of some sorts. The guy has the potential to get as dark as as anybody if he lays out in the sun. I don't know where he went, though, Rich. You know, I did research. Like, where the hell did he go? He fell asleep like that. Um, maybe he wasn't a DR, but he had to remind everybody this weekend. And he even spoke in Spanish to remind everybody to relax. I'm Dominican. It happens, guys. Nothing crazy here. So, to me, it's just baffling. And if it's so baffling that we forget that one of the greatest baseball players of all time is Dominican, then I figured I'd remind you or play a game on, well, what is that guy? As a quick and brief reminder as we head into the baseball season, because looks could be deceiving. You ready to play this game real quick? And any other feedback on A-Rod? Because I'll be the first to admit, Rich, I noticed it immediately, and I did think it looked strange. I mean, who didn't? Who didn't notice? (laughs) But my thought went to 
the truth. I was like, man, reminds me of a couple man, of my friends. Tan. Yeah. If you have any friend of color, they go on vacation. Sometimes they get it's not even a tan. It's like they they are they look like they look very different. And Dominicans in particular come in all shades and colors, and yeah. that's what makes them beautiful, and that's what makes them unique, right? And each culture is a little different, but the names are somewhat the same because they come from of a Spanish descent, Hispanic descent. So if we all forgot that A Rod was Dominican and we're all mind blasted that he tans, oh my God, A Rod is tan. Then I figured I'd throw a few more out there just oh. to round it off. What do we call? What do we call this as we get ready for baseball? Cavino's uh, Latino reminder. Latino Cavino's reminder. I mean, how about that? You are Mexican guy. Ca- so. Cavino's Latino reminder. There you go. Half. I'm half. My mom is Mexican. My dad's Italian, right? But you know, people take a sense of pride. Yeah, like if you're a Puerto Rican guy, especially a Mexican guy. Yo, you know they're Puerto Rican. You know they're Mexican. Like you take a sense of pride in that stuff. So I'm um, I'm gonna remind you. And it's a good reminder, and I only say that because if so many people were shocked to find out that shocked A Rod, can you can you like just find the quote? Because A Rod did I, have I, to. I sent it to the editing room, but Danny, if you yeah, can play Bo, it. Bo's finishing that clip. Okay, oh, I was yeah. gonna say because it's right. It's the first thing on his Twitter X account. He has to go on and be like, "Yo, everyone, chill, relax." Which is hilarious. Yeah, I do have the quote though. It says, "All right, everybody, I know that I'm dark." But I am Dominican, and I went on vacation and fell asleep in the sun. Have you ever done that, by the way? Well, listen, I went <laughs> that to, itself was fun. I went to, as a, as a kid, right? Remember, like, your parents, you might have gone away with another couple and their kid, like, hey, let's go on a little weekend trip. I went to Sesame Place in Pennsylvania with the fan. And the other dad yeah. was, like, a white guy. Like, I'm talking, like, tortilla white. Like, guy smiley like, white? guy smiley white. He was... 80s pompous, like, I don't need sunscreen. This dude was a lobster. <laughs> like, but ruined it's the vacation. So like, funny. the next day, we all went to Sesame Place, and this dude had to sit back in the hotel, like, Ugh. You know what else is so funny about this is A Rod is so that guy. Like, even when he's prospering, he has to answer to something stupid like this. He's one of the greatest athletes of our time, yet we still like poke fun at his expense. And Spot, it is funny Spot's though. seen it for it the is, first time it laughing is funny. here. Spot, it is funny to see A Rod, like, when you hear that he fell asleep on the beach, he probably did wake up like, oh, crap. And he's got to be thinking, oh, I'm going to get burnt on not only in life and from the sun, but on social media and, once people see and me. And you know that when he's a public figure and he's doing a hit on a on a TV show or a game, he knows in that moment, as he's talking, he's got to be in the back of his mind thinking, oh, social media is eating me up well, right now. Well, what's the mindset of the people that were so baffled by this? Like, the opposite of Sammy Sosa? Like, what was the thinking? Reverse Michael Jackson. Yeah, reverse Michael Jackson. <laughs> There's a shot that most people have probably seen that's from across the court. Oh, when he's sitting next to Stephen next, A. Smith. Right, that he, he looks tanned. But there's a shot from the side where he looks even darker. I <laughs> know. It's so like, funny. Rich, have you seen this? Uh-oh, have you seen this shot yet? Oh my God! It's a great tan. And, and like, the thing is, he's Dominican. Yeah, he must is, have fell asleep for like ten hours. Bro, I know. Bro, How funny ag- is again, that? like, like he yeah. super white people burn. If you're Italian, Dominican, any type of Latino background, you get a little too much sun. You you don't burn as much. Your skin tone doesn't lot. But a rod, that is that is the tan of friends you have. Yeah, you know what's interesting about that? I don't know if this is. A me thing or an everybody thing, but 
growing up as a kid, you're outside playing all the time. Yeah. I used to get super dark, dude. I don't think I have that ability to get as dark as an <laughs> that, adult. That's every yes, kid because, th- th- yo, Lorena, I'm. You do. You just need to go outside more. Yeah, he, he I don't doesn't know. spend as much time. If yeah. you think I can get like no. a rod, I don't know. No, I think not that dark. Oh. Covino, we have similar backgrounds. <laughs> yeah. And same as a kid, I have some pictures where I'm super dark in the summertime. Yeah. But you know we what? We didn't turn red. We just got yeah. darker. Yeah. Danny, the truth is, most kids, even the white boy like me. When I was a kid, you'd be like, look at Rich's You're glowing tan. Yeah, glow, because right? you know what you did every day? You went to the pool, the beach, yeah. played wiffle ball, played football. You were outside every day, I was, all day. I was white to red to white again. Yeah, it's different yeah. ba- Back and forth between right, white and red. Well, yeah. A-Rod got all of that sun in one session by falling asleep. Probably had too many... Uh, too many lava flows on vacation. Too many Miami Vices. Exactly. I, by the way, ooh, that sounds good right now. Right? A little frozen Miami Vice. All Take right. a listen to A-Rod. All right, everybody. I know that I'm dark, <laughs> but I am Dominican, and I went on vacation, <laughs> and I fell asleep <laughs> in the sun. <laughs> so, everybody calm down. Tranquilito, suavecito, mi gente. Yeah. What a clown. Honestly, he <laughs> just but adds love- to the like clown clown-like resume I love how he, he sometimes has. Yeah. I love how he played it in a, in a oh, funny way. Like, A-Rod. guys, uh, hello, I'm Dominican. I love A-Rod. A-Rod. So again, based on this story that went completely viral this weekend, where the world was shocked to find out Rodriguez was Hispanic. He was from the Dominican Republic. He's Dominican. I figured I'd throw a few more at you just to see if you know, okay? I'm not saying you have to know, but it's not bad to know. Rich, I'll start with your boy. Again, Cavino's Latino reminder. Francisco Lindor. Ooh. Your boy, he's a New York Met. Francisco Lindor. What is team would he play for in the WBC? Is Lindor Puerto Rican? Dude, my guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, let, your, me, let me give you one because those it's are a, your New it, York roots kicking it, it's in. A, we grew up with a lot of Puerto Ricans. It's a relevant story. I had to look this up because Gary Cohen and Ron Darling, the Mets announcers, were so impressed that catching sensation Francisco Alvarez, who's, you know, hoping to have a big breakout year this year, Alvarez on the Mets, he learned English in a couple years. Like, we're talking when you first met this dude, couldn't really get the language. Mm -hmm. He came into spring training saying all the American players – Taught him the language in a year. That's amazing, man. Where is Francisco Alvarez from? Francisco Alvarez. I'll go based on Canelo and say Mexico. Venezuela. Ah! Man, I'm ashamed. Shame. I'm ashamed. Shame. But see, that's why it's a fun reminder. However, Rich, if he told me he showed up with a sweet tan, I wouldn't be baffled by it. I know. Okay? Okay, you know what? Let's let's give Danny G one. All right, Danny G. <laughs> New York Yankee. It's a trick question. Okay. Because he's a bit of a Canelo himself. Alex Verdugo. Former Dodger. Oh. Yeah, former Dodger. Verdugo. Verdugo. Oh, crap. Where does Verdugo in the offseason? Uh, Mexico. <laughs> Mexican. Yeah. Yeah. Forever. Yeah, baby. Former Dodger. Yeah, he's can, one of those Canelo ones. Can you name this game uh, Know Your Vatos? Know Your Vatos. <laughs> All right, ready? These are, these are the biggest stars of Major League Baseball. All right, ready. We should, we should know. I am so impressed by this player, man. He is very Manny Ramirez-like to me because he's a Red Sox and he could hit. This dude could just hit. 
And I don't know if you know it unless you watch my watch him because I root for the Yankees and the ALEs just tearing it up. He's a Yankee killer. Rafael Devers. Dude could hit and play third, but could hit. Want to give it your shot, Dan Byer? <laughs> Rafael Devers. I gave you a hint in there, believe it or not. Ah, jeez. I did. I gave you a hint. Uh, I didn't realize it was in the game. I just thought it was a three-man game. Can you repeat <laughs> oh. the hint, please? Yeah. The hint was he reminds me a lot of Manny Ramirez. Uh, they both swing a big bat. They both played for the Red Sox. Oh, gosh. Um, where was Manny from? Uh Dominican Republic. Dominican there Republic. Goes. DR. DR. So you know, you know how Rafael you know? Devers. You know how you know, Dan Byer? If you live on the East Coast, here in here in LA, if we vacation, it's usually Hawaii or Cabo or something more on the West Coast. East Coast, a lot of people, I've been to the Dominican Republic a bunch of times. Just think of who all the people at the resort talk to you about. Exactly. Every yeah. dude that said every guy in the DR wants to talk about Big Poppy. If you small dude, talk with anyone at a you resort, are not kidding, man. And I remember as a, as a Mets fan back then when I was on the East Coast, I would talk to the guys working at the resort about Jose Reyes all day. Bartolo Colon has a stadium out there. They're yeah. very proud of. Again, there's a sense of pride here. Sure. That's why it's shocking to me that people weren't aware that Alex Rodriguez was Dominican. Um, but again. Some are harder to guess for whatever reason. Like Ellie De La Cruz is Dominican as well. Shouting him out. Um, all right. Very popular player. MVP wait, wait, caliber. Ellie De La Cruz from where? DR. DR, Dominican. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jose Altuve. Anyone want to take a guess at that? Puerto Rican? No. Oh. Altuve. Oh, Altuve. Jeez. Oh, I was thinking South America. Um, is he Colombian? Is Vene- no. no. Oh, Venezuelan? Not- yeah, oh, Dan Byer! Yeah, yeah, good one. There you go. <laughs> Let me give you one, buddy boy. Oh, man, now a, you're going to put a, me on the spot. A playoff stud. A guy that seems to show up in the postseason more than anyone. Okay. Randy Arozarena. See, that's a trick Arozarena. question. I got to tell you, I know this one. You know why? It's a trick question. Again, another guy that destroys my Yankees. He is so good. He's one of those guys for me that you hate when they're playing against your team, but when he's on your team, you love him. And he was, quote-unquote, kind of on my team in the WBC when he played for Team Mexico, but he's Cuban-born. He's Cuban, Cuban, but he played and built his career in Mexico, fell in love with the people, and now identifies, I believe he's an actual Mexican citizen, but ethnicity-wise, Cuban a Rosarena. There you go. Now, what and about what I about got, some of the classics? Like, what I about got one a, last one? What already? about a class like a Roberto Clemente? I'm pretty sure he's. Ooh, Panama? Panamanian? Well, no, because no. Mariano Rivera's Panamanian. Panamanian. Is that. <laughs> Man, this thing is. Wait a, game. a second. Bob Clemente? We're, Roberto Clemente is. I think he's DR2 or Panama. Dang, I'm drawing a blank. Is this one of those games that everyone would struggle with or Yeah, not? but here, Rich, this is just a reminder, right? We're kind of making it clear because, again, the general public made the Alex Rodriguez story so viral because they forgot or didn't know he was Dominican. Yeah. It's like I, I think because A-Rod's so— He's the Amer- greatest you know player why? in baseball, because, arguably. Because A-Rod is so Americanized and A-Rod is a guy that you know spends his life here for the most part. No broken English, A-Rod. It's A-Rod. He had to explain. Over the weekend, mm-hmm. I I feel like I filled the quota. How many times have you been stung by a bee in your life? I mean, like, 
Barry Bonds and Bobby Bonilla? Like, yeah, what are that, we talking yeah, here? Killer bees. <laughs> yeah. How many times? I mean, I don't, you think I got a tally? I don't know. Maybe like five, two, ten, two, three out of ten. I don't know. It's been a few times. <laughs> Were you stealing honey? Yeah. yeah. Honey, that's ten. <laughs> what are you, a beekeeper? I mean, ten? I don't know. Spot, how many times have you been stung by a bee in your life? I mean, I don't remember as a kid, but probably like five to ten. That that's a lot. I thought. Maybe I remember five. one time in particular. It looked like uh, it was. It looked like Ben Roethlisberger actually. This one. No, day. no, that was their uh, bad uniforms. <laughs> that was just his yeah. bad jersey. The throwback. As bad as the joke. <laughs> so what's the point? I'm coaching girls softball over the weekend. It was opening day, and all of a sudden I'm like, ah! <laughs> I grab my neck and I feel me grabbing the bee. Like, you know when you, like, oh. so, I felt it under my hand, Danny, and then I'm like, whoa! And I felt the stinging in my neck. <laughs> oh, no. And the funniest thing is one of the other dads happened to be recording his daughter batting. And we're, you know, they're doing pictures. And so I have on video me being like, oh! <laughs> it's hilarious. You know, I actually saw you know, it. I'll, I'll try to post it at COVID on Rich later. It's but really funny. I've been stuck by me, like, once a year, the last couple of years, I think I filled the quota of my lifetime. Do do, do people get stung by bees every yes, year? Yes, it happens. I mean, you careless? I don't know. You know what Jess would have told you, Rich? You're going to need your EpiPen. You're going to need your EpiPen. You know, it's, it's. Uh, I think that the stinger's still in my neck. Is that bad? Yeah, or you should it, take that out. It comes, doesn't it, wouldn't it just eventually? You should tweeze that out. Yeah, man, I think you're going to die. <laughs> oh, thanks, so, bud. It's an outpatient uh Situation only take one afternoon. Some tweezers, sorry. Well, hey, other things to get to in the world of sports. Hopefully, you had a great weekend. Can I ask you one last question before we move on? Yeah, it's not about the B. Who looked more weird to you this weekend? Okay, this Don one. Mattingly or Alex Rodriguez? Don Mattingly. Don a- Mattingly a- Rod just had a tan. He's a Dominican guy. Don Mattingly looks like Santa Claus. It's so what weird. Happened, and and I I'll take a page out of the Steve Cavino book. Not that Don Mattingly is a young guy. But yeah, I'm but not... he still looks good. I've seen him in a documentary yeah, recently. Dude. He dresses in style. He's still a good-looking dude. I'm not in a rush to get old. So if you told me a little just-for-men touch-up here and there, I'm not against that. Don Mattingly, I think, is embracing his great too much, where it's like, dude, are you Popovich? Are you Phil Donahue? Who are you? Dude, he came out with, like, a crazy white beard out of nowhere. So I don't know if it's extra weird because he's wearing a Blue Jays uniform but that beard is fluorescent. So, you know, as odd as A-Rod looked, if he was went co- viral, if, if he was coaching Mattingly the- looked even more odd this weekend. If he was coaching the Reds, kids would be excited. Yeah, for he sure. Like He'd look like Santa Claus. <laughs> he really would. So, anyway, thank you guys for hanging out with us. Covino and Rich, all the feedback at Covino and Rich. Didn't one of your friends hit you up and say that he thinks there's something more to the A-Rod story? Oh, my buddy, my buddy Rob said, I get it. A-Rod's Dominican. He's tan. Really tan. Like, really tan. He goes, goes, I'm not buying the A-Rod story. He's been untruthful before. Fell asleep with his kind of money and access and people that hang with him. No umbrella on the beach, really. He thinks there's something more to it. Well, we're going to talk about lying. Do you remember when uh, on Friends Spot when Ross got a bad fake tan? Yeah, and his teeth were, like, gleaming white. (laughs) What if if A-Rod's like, yeah, I'm doing this special, like, glowing treatment at the spa, and it just went wrong? Well, lying, do you double down on it? Because A-Rod is. And it's not his first time if, yeah, if he's if lying. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, we're going to get to this great Clippers story. But first, Dan Beyer has got an update. DB, what's going on, man? 
Guys, was that in two separate episodes of Friends where Ross had the teeth in the tan? Oh, maybe. And, the, and I couldn't remember if it was the same one or if it was in I separate think it might be, ones. It might be two. Yeah. <laughs> Look that up, Spud. I, I wasn't sure. And then there's the leather pants. Uh, I didn't know if they crossed paths at all. But uh, uh, You know, Dan, you're you're a rich guy. You know how sometimes you're like, am I a rich guy or a Covino guy? <laughs> no, Covino stance on Friends is... That was on in the 90s. You were sitting home watching Friends, and I was out getting booty. He never watched Friends. I've never, I saw the final episode, but I, you it's know, a good one. I'd never seen any episode prior to that. It's probably one of the worst ones you could see, right? Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. La Reina playing some old school crisscross and 
Fun fact about my co-host here, Dickie Doodle Davis. Was oh. that your first concert? Lorena? True story. My first concert. Did you wear your Stop pants it. backwards? What year was no? that? Oh, that was early, mid-90s. I was in junior high, and I had a crush on this girl, Kathy. And I was like, do you want to go see Crisscross at Radio... No, it wasn't Radio City. It was Westbury Music Fair on Long Island. And uh, she didn't even kiss me. Which is wiggity, <laughs> wiggity, whack. I thought I was going to get a little smooch. I even wore my backwards overalls like crisscross. Whack. Wig- it was wiggity, 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 whack, in fact. <laughs> That's Rich Davis. I'm Covino. Danny G. La Reina. Spot. Again, on the videos, at Covino and Rich, if you want to play along at home. I, I could have made up a cooler first concert. Like, yeah, guys, I went to uh, Aerosmith. Went to go see Bon Jovi. Britney or- Spears was my first concert. See, that's it for a for a young woman. That's like a cool thing. Like, oh, Britney. It'd be like a young girl now being like, my first concert was Taylor Swift. Mine was whack. <laughs> nah, this <laughs> crust was cool, man. I like they were little kids. I yeah. like. Them. Do you know their gimmick, Lorena? Do you not? They wore their clothes backwards. Oh my gosh, I totally see that now on yeah. this video. I didn't realize they were kids. Yeah. Well, they were sort of manufactured. I believe Jermaine Dupri yeah, had JD. them, right? Yep. And he had heard House of Pain's "Jump Around." And they thought that was such a banger. They're like, yeah, we got to make our own little version and twist of that. So we gave it to them. But I like them. Warm it up, Chris. Yeah. I thought they were Listen, good man, for kids. You know, know kids. We talk, uh, we talk a bunch about music here on CNR also because, you know, sports, music, it all sort of goes together. Based on Usher doing the halftime show, Danny, have you seen that viral clip where they talk about his biggest song, Yeah? Yeah, I have seen that. Now, no. <laughs> I have First of all, he didn't want to do the song because he thought it was corny as hell. He's wow. like, yeah, he didn't like the opening line. Yeah, it was like going to the club with my homies, and he's like, nope, not doing it. <laughs> and and L. A. Reed, and when you say it like that, it does sound a little corny. L. A. Reed was like, no, nah, you're doing it. And then Lil John gave him a beat. They took too long, and Petey Pablo stole the beat. You know the song Freak a Leak. Mm-hmm. Freak-a-leak what? is the original yep. beat for Yeah. And when you listen to Freak-a-leak by Petey Pablo and Usher Yeah back-to-back, you're like, they are so similar. Lil John busted out Yeah real quick because he's like, yeah, Petey Pablo, you keep that for Freak-a-leak. And, and uh, now you know the rest of the story. Not only do we drop fun facts yeah. about sports, so cool. music as well. You're welcome. You are welcome. You're reaping all the benefits. But now we got to talk about something Danny sent me over the weekend, which is <laughs> Kind of hilarious, but maybe I think, awesome. I think, Danny, I think Danny just likes to make fun of the Clippers. Yeah, it's a little of that. It's a little of that, definitely. When I saw it, it just looked like a black hole ripoff to me. Well, it's funny you say that. A lot of people are saying that. Um, we're talking about the Clippers building a wall. Building a wall. As you know, they can't stay in crypto.com arena forever. They got the Intuit Dome. I'm sure they could build a wall. I've heard this before. And they're building a wall. <laughs> now, what does that mean? That means 50, I believe it was 51 yeah. rows of your hardcore, dedicated, committed fans. But you have to prove that you're a fan to be allowed in the Clippers' wall. Uh, take a listen to the, I guess you would say, the ad and promo they're running for the Clippers. It's Years ago, we embarked on a plan. To reinvent and reimagine Clipper basketball. We made a commitment to every Clipper fan that we would be relentless in every moment. That we could win every year. George wants it all, the three! 
We will compete in LA's newest landmark, Into a Dome. Built for the fan, by the fan. Delivering the ultimate home court advantage for our team. And on the enemy side of Into a Dome, lives the beating heart. The wall. Clipper fan. <laughs> 51 rows high, wow. 4,500 seats deep. Home to the most energetic fans on the planet who proudly stand, chant, and cheer for the Clips. And where opposing team gear is absolutely not allowed. This is not your typical home court advantage. Clipper Nation, this is our home court advantage. We want the noise, the passion, the love in its loudest forms. Who will be the ones to bring it? Will it be you? Join us in the wall. The wall! The wall! How are they going to police this? Uh, well, you know what? You have to answer. Kavino looked this up. You have to answer trivia questions about the Clippers. You need to qualify. You need to get three out of five to qualify. There's criteria you need to meet. You have to submit photos of yourself in Clippers gear. Yeah. Show us your Clippers gear. Subscribe to the Full Court Clippers newsletters. Follow them on Instagram. Subscribe to Clipper Vision or attend the game in the last three years. Correctly answer a trivia question. By the way, how is this not sponsored by Wall, W-A-H-L? Clippers Wall? So, uh, do I need to be a marketing director here? What's you, going on? You need to prove you're a fan. The only thing I don't like about it, and again, I don't know how other walls were created, but I get the feeling that it happened organically, and that's what I like about it. Well, the fact that this is forced, it may lead to something cool, but that's what's rubbing me the wrong way. Yeah, bit. a couple of fans started the Raiders' black hole in Oakland. I mean, that's what I, that, I believed that. I didn't know that to be true, but that's what I believed. Right. Friday, March 15th, we're going to be doing the show live from the Graduate Hotel in Nashville, Tennessee. So if you're in the Nashville area, you want to come hang with the show, meet the show, have a drink, we're, we're going to be down. We'll be there. And if you, uh, you know, rub Danny G the right way, maybe a swiggy could be yours. <laughs> oh, you never know, right? You I mean, never know. Bribery never is know. Uh, allowed. So yeah, we'll be in Nashville Friday the 15th. So two and a half weeks. Hang with us on a Friday show. Looking forward to it. Now a lot to get to this hour. Speaking of Swiggies, Danny G has your giveaways. Your chance to win one with last one standing. We play this game every Monday. We'll do some trivia. But we're talking about the Clippers wall that, well, my first hearing of it was this weekend. So and you know what? I, I love it from the perspective of, as your buddy Gary Vaynerchuk would say, Innovate or die. The Clippers are always going to be the little sibling to the Lakers out here in and LA. That's why Lakers fans are making fun of them for this. No, for but, sure. But what do you have to do? You're not going to beat the Lakers doing things traditionally. It's a Lakers town. For the Clippers to gain momentum, they need to do a few things. Win, right? But besides winning, do something a little different. And the fact that they're doing this wall. And on the enemy side of Into a Dome lives the beating heart. The wall. The wall! The wall. And you got to love the idea because no one 51 else. 51 rows deep, 4,500 no seats. 51 uninterrupted rows yeah. of passionate Clipper fans. That's kind of cool. Can they, can they feel that? Oh, I was going to say, can they feel that? Uh, by the way, there's also going to be standing room only in that section to hold 300 of their most energetic, energetic fans. If you, if you just joined us, I said my only 
problem with this is that I thought things like this happened organically, and I could be wrong, but it does separate at least the perception of the fans. For example, we live out here in L.A., I know the LA Galaxy are a good squad, but I always see clips of the LAFC and what do they call their fans? The 3252 or whatever. That section where they just go wild and they have their chants and everything. Dolly, dolly, black and gold. Dolly, 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 black and gold. Dolly, nonstop. Black and gold. And they're waving their flags and they're going wild. Man, it leaves impact and it, and it, does say something about their fandom. It's like, wow, this is cool. So when hey, we went, the Lakers got the banners, but they don't have that. When we went to the LAFC game, that was a lasting impression. It the really fact was. That, the fact that from the second you get there until the whistle blows. You know what it made you feel like? That their fans are passionate, but it felt like they were like hardcore. You know how you see uh, foreign fans? They're like extra fanatical. That's how it felt. But it's organic. So that's my thing with the Clippers, though. When they're doing this, are they going to pay these people? Like, I, don't, I don't know if do the 3352 like, like Do they have to go to every game? Like, are people just going to be like, I want to be a part of something. I'm I mean, going to go be no, a Clipper because role. you have to fulfill the criteria. Yeah. You need to prove according to... I can go shop on Amazon, and I can Google some things to get the answers to this if I really wanted to be a part of it. Our barber, Addy, I'll shout him out, does great work. Addison, yeah, he's Addison, the guy. a huge Clippers fan, and he told me and, about And he's this. a barber. And he's a barber. Hey, how Clippers. about that? That's funny. Uh, how, <laughs> funny how that works. Well, you know uh, what barbers no, say, the clips don't lie, man. He said, as like a fan, they reached out to him and offered him this like insane deal on season tickets. Well, that's cool. Just to fill this area. Like I, It was like almost the cost of like a one regular season game. He's in, and, he, and he's yeah. excited about it, and if you could recreate, our buddy Nico is a big soccer fan, and he lives in Phoenix, and he goes, the Phoenix Rising have the bandits, and he goes overseas, they're called the Ultras, like in a lot of foreign, you know, in, in a lot of the Premier League stuff. Soccer, football, famous for this, the over-the-top fans that don't stop cheering the whole time. You've seen it. Yeah. The NBA, great fan bases, great game, it's always fun to go to an NBA game, but this is the first of it. Danny said it in football. You got the black hole for the Raiders. There's certain groups of fans, the bleacher bums at Yankee Stadium. But this is like bleacher the official. creatures. I'll call them the bleacher bums. No, they're not bums. They're creatures. Bleacher creatures. Hey, Spot, when you talk to Addy, mm-hmm. Barber, Clippers fan. I'm going to see him Wednesday. No, was he pumped about it, though? Because to he me, was. that says everything. Because you want, as a fan, to feel like you're getting something back and that you're part of something. And if they're making you feel like you're part of something cool, it doesn't matter if you're not a Clippers fan and you hate on it, or Danny G, you're a Lakers guy, so you think it's corny. If the Clippers fans are like, hell yeah, that's all that matters to them. Yeah, and it, I think they're trying to make it feel like a homegrown thing, so they are proud about this kind of building of fandom. I it, guess the the arena itself, the uh, Intuit Dome, has to sort of be in on it for the fans to get it going, right? So And, and ownership, 50, right? They have to allot these rows for the fans. Ownership has always wanted to do something. How could we compete with the Lakers in a market where the Lakers are the most storied franchise, maybe other than the Celtics in NBA history? I, I feel like, it, you know, to be fair to the Clippers, they can enforce this too. You saw that viral video of how they beat up Clipper Daryl. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the game. So, I look. I think in in Covino, you know the who Clip- beat him up, right? 
Cam Newton. No. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, it wasn't? Oh, no. sorry. Wrong clip. My bad. The IG video I sent you over the weekend was actually a Raiders fan saying, hey, they should have did this with the brand new stadium in Vegas. And moving forward with sports in Vegas, it would be a nice idea to do something like this because of all the visitors from out of town. Here's something I don't know, Danny G. Did the black hole completely... No, they've Transfer. tried. They've tried to recreate it in Vegas, but obviously it's just not, not the, the same, same, right? But yeah. it's still a work in progress. There, I guess. Are, there are great fan bases in every sport that you could note, but it all starts somewhere. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that it's always organic, but sometimes you start branding something. That's a part of marketing, man. If the Clippers are trying to differentiate, you can't argue from a marketing business standpoint saying new stadium. The facility, they're talking about how it's going to be innovative. You know like, what else, Like though, chargers Rich? at your seat, little screens. Like everything about the venue apparently is going to be top level. So why not include the wall? You know, when you say the wall now, honestly, I immediately think Trump. The wall. Yeah, the name. I feel like they might have thought about the name a little bit. Right? Wall. Don't you think of that? I know it's stupid because it's the wall. I also you think know, of Pink Floyd. I was going to say Pink Floyd, yeah. but nowadays – you're thinking Donald Trump. And, wow. you know, I think it is kind of cool. It's different. It's new. You got to give him credit for that. Right, well, we'll, see, your, we'll yourself, see if it works. Put yourself in the shoes. The uh, Never Surrenders? Yeah, your Donald Trump's uh, gold <laughs> shoes. <laughs> put yourself in your slide and Bidens. Yeah. Put yourself in the shoes of someone running the marketing team for the Clippers. You're not the Lakers. You're winning. You have a better record than the Lakers, yet you're never the you're never the Lakers. What could we do? New stadium, Balmer's a G as an owner, mm-hmm. right? He, you know, he puts the effort in. He has the energy. You have to try these things. Dan Byer is a huge Seahawks fan. Dan, 12th man wasn't always a thing, and then it became the thing as far as NFL fan bases. 12th man was a thing for a while, but it did not grab on nationally, to your point, like, there was always something there. Then they had to change it and be the twelves because of Texas A and M. But you're right; it didn't it didn't explode actually until the team with Pete Carroll really. Right. Dude, you that know, Pete Carroll Russell Wilson squad with that Legion of Doom defense, you felt like that was the coolest fan base. Yes, yeah, the twelfth man, the twelves, like feeling like you're part of something, right? So nah, that's what the Clippers are trying to do: make you feel part of something. Yeah. Right? Have you guys seen any of the design plans? And I know it's going to be ready to open for next season, but they're going to have five total basketball courts, uh, a plaza outdoor court where the screen goes from um, basket to basket. So what they're hoping is fans will gather to watch the Clippers when they're on the road. Well, you know, interesting. You, you got to credit them. I, I, I you know, as a, I as a, I'm not a late, I'm not yeah. coming from as, Lakers fan. Listen, like Danny, as a homer for the Mets. You know, East Coast guy living out here in L.A. The Mets, when Steve Cohen bought the team, if you've ever been to Shea Stadium back in the day or City Field, City Field's a beautiful stadium now. Shea Stadium was sort of like dump. It was like our dump. A retro you know? dump from but, the 60s. But Shea or City Field is amongst like junkyards and subway stations, and it's gross. Steve Cohen is going to put 8B, with a B, billion dollars into hotels, parks, restaurants, casinos. There's a plan in place because it's like, how could you – you can't beat the Yankees. It's the Yankees. What? But, but there's in cer- certain ways you can. There's right? certain ways that's, you can. That's what we're getting ha- at. You create a fan experience where as cool as the Yankees are, they're in the middle of the Bronx. You can't do much. You have a couple cool bars around them, but it's just Yankee Stadium in the Bronx. Mets are trying to create down the line an experience, and you can't blame the Clippers for trying. 
Yeah, man. If it's anything close to what LAFC has going on, black we're talking, and gold, yeah. dolly, 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 black and gold. If they could create Ooh, that vibe, man, Danny G, your fan base might be shaking in their uh, Nikes a little bit. Oh, they'll be shaking. Yeah. If they could create <laughs> that vibe that we saw at a soccer I, game. A great fan experience Ten. is amazing, but the bottom line is you need you win. to win. Yeah, that is true. You need you to win when it, when it matters the most. That's true. That's true. You got to win. So, hey, uh, props to them for doing something different. And then it does make me wonder all these other fan bases – did it happen organically, or was there a marketing guy that says, "Oh no, we're creating the black hole, and this is where they sit"? You know, for me, to my knowledge, I'm, I'm a lifelong Yankees fan. Bleachers creatures just happen because those are the cheap seats, and they're actual bleachers in the outfield. So that's where the the you know the well, the tr- hard they couldn't even fix the bathrooms at the Oakland Coliseum. Trust me, that was the fans behind the black hole. Yeah, so I'm saying a lot of other times we've seen it. I assume that it was organic. Danny, but I don't know. We saw your stadium in Las Vegas for the Super Bowl. When I went to the game, I was impressed with a lot of the facilities and everything about that place felt top notch. Yeah. Dude, modern technology mixed with bringing in the history of the team. When you combine those two things, the brand new stadiums and arenas are just mind blowing. You know, you talked about this the other day, Kavina, when you, after the show, met up with your sister, took your daughter to Disney. Mm hmm. And Lorraine, I know you love to go to Disney with your kid. Disney now is totally based on your app. Like oh, if, if, you don't have, if you don't have that Disneyland app, in fact, I think you need it to even be Annoying. at the park. You need to it's, set your um, your like appointments for the rides. Yeah, but you, with courtesy of the the genie pass and everything. Yeah, but you, else, you, you were saying like app. your daughter wanted some type of food, and they're like, "Oh, the line's forever." But it's like you order on the app, and they f- meet you in the park and bring it to yeah, you. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's you, companies, theme parks, stadiums, places you go with the kids, the family on a date, concerts. Like, look at what they're doing in Vegas with the Sphere. You think those type of venues aren't going to start popping up everywhere if that's successful? Like a a visual experience. You don't yeah. think you're creating a better fan experience. That's what you're doing, and that's what they're doing. Um, can I? And I can't wait to see it. Can I tell you something? They have a fan base that'll never go anywhere because it's it's how it is, right? And they won a World Series a decade ago within within the decade. But this may rub people the wrong way when I say it. But have you been to a Cubs game in the last decade or so? No. Danny, boring. As could be. And I love I've, I've heard you say this before. You said that's the reason why the bars are so popular yeah, outside the cubby. Can I tell yeah. you? I, I got to go to the cubby bear and, and get uh, extra twisted before you I, go I, to bring the fun. I'm a big baseball guy, believe it or not. And I was like, where's the in-between inning, big screen games and T-shirt tosses? And people, where's the great city subway Yeah, where, where's, where's the stuff? Where's, where's the, the, the hidden ball under the helmet yeah where, where's the big ass screen in center field where's the fixings <laughs> right. and i felt like i had more fun hanging at the cubby bear having some drinks uh, having some beers across the street than the actual game the cubs are surviving based on the fact that they are a legacy team and they're the cubs and it's just part of the yeah. culture at that at this point but but if that ballpark existed Cavino, in a newer city no one would go 
No one would go. All right, you know, let's take one quick phone call. I don't want to keep him holding, and then we're going to play last one standing. But I think Kenny was chiming in about A-Rod's tan we oh, talked about before. It's all the buzz. Yo, what's up, Kenny? Hey, Kenny. What's up, gentlemen? Hey, heard you talking about throwing it back with Chris Cross. I want to throw it back. Uh, I think A-Rod got a hold of Tubi and found his rabbit hole, and uh, he watched a little uh, C. Thomas Howell and uh, decided that was a good look. You know, he got a, got a hold of those, uh, those skin-darkening pills a little bit, and that's the first thing I thought of when I saw that clown on TV, man. I, it did appear to be like like our buddy Sebastian Maniscalco used to talk about. He'd use a tanta. I use a tanta. A what? Like a what? <laughs> tanta. Tanta. And it's a tan towel. You know, you just rub it on your face and body so that the the, the fake tan kicks in. It kind of did look like that. Lorena, tan-ta. Lorena, have you experimented with the different? spray tans and rub-on tans because I feel like my wife and her friends, I've seen them go through all these things and like, uh-huh. you ever see a girl who's like hands are tan but in between her fingers are white and it's it, your hair. Yeah, I think that's oh. one of the main problems with spray tanning besides the smell. So like, if A-Rod had just gotten a spray tan, he's going to reek for at least three days. I, you know what's I, funny about I, I this theory a, though? I used to date what someone. What if he did though, Rich? What if he really did try something yeah. like a tan towel or one of these and it just went <laughs> awry went bad yeah. and then he's saying he was on vacation because i looked i'm like well where was he and i can't find out where he was might, might be a big so hoax. maybe <laughs> I mean, imagine if he's lying Tantal. about it Tantal. but but you're absolutely right I, I dated a girl once lorena for a while where she was always nice and tan and looking good but i was like that spray tan smell if you can't get used to that you know what it'll throw you off somebody somebody get a whiff of a rod and report back yeah get, someone go find a rod sniff him <laughs> hit us up What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? 
Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The wall. The wall. (laughs) Clipper style. You remember how Blockbuster thought Netflix was stupid? But then, in fact, could, could have absorbed them for fifty million dollars, and they said, you know, "No thanks, Netflix." Yeah, but for all you know, Danny G, you're riding so hard on your banners up there. For all you know, you could look back a few years from now, and the Lakers could be like, "How did we not think of this?" Yeah, but you know, one thing they won't have five different Kobe statues. Out front. <laughs> you know, that is true. A lot of statues. You're you're riding on legacy, man. You know, when you ride on legacy, and and you're just riding on that. Pompous blockbuster. Oh no, sort of I, vibe. I agree with you, but, right? but again, winning is the most important thing. It like is. When MySpace uh, was said, uh, "Hey, do you want to absorb Facebook?" And they're like, "No, no, no, we're MySpace. We're good. good. We're MySpace." Yeah, so you know, innovate or die. And I think you got to at least give the Clippers, who have a reputation of having like you know, they're the weak ass younger sibling of the Lakers out here. They're doing something cool. Give them credit. Well, All right, right now though, time for a game. Let's go. Let's go. Last one. Hit it. You have five seconds to battle for your sports trivia life. Man. Oh. I got it. Yeah, I don't got it. I don't oh. got it. Put your electronic devices down and pick your sports knowledge. It's CNR's last one standing. Last one standing. All right, kicking off a new week here with CNR on FSR. We have four categories ready to go. If needed, I prepared a tiebreaker. Each contestant gets five seconds to stay alive in the round. If you run out of time or you answer incorrectly, Lorena will escort you out with her famous buzzer. Our buzzer changed. Oh, I know. Wait, that that buzzer didn't scare me. Yeah. At least play it louder. Let's hear it again. What buzzer was that? I know. That was like... No, it's not. Uh, no. That's the Family Feud buzzer. It's like yeah, an alternate buzzer today. Bad this one. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, right. we'll live. Yeah. We keep battling until you are the last one standing. Win two of the rounds. <laughs> You'll be the top dog. Contestants, let's go to it. Two-time winner, Steve Covino. All right, let's go. Sitting to his right, three-time winner, Rich Davis. That's what's up. And <laughs> the leader in the clubhouse, ten-time winner, Dan Byer. Riggs. Let's go to the studio lines. We're going to see who's playing for a CNR stainless steel swiggy. All right, buyer, I'll use you for this. Would you love to travel to Texas, Pennsylvania, or Missouri? In real life? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to America's heartland. Let's go to Missouri. There you Missouri. Go. Missouri. All right. That is Todd. What's up, Todd? Todd. Hi, Todd. Not much. What's up, guys? Todd. Hey, Todd. Todd, what do you do there in Missouri? Uh, I run a restaurant. Oh, oh very cool. What kind of man. food? Uh, deli mainly. Oh, cool. I love sandwiches. Todd, Captain Colca. Let's go. All right. Let's go, Todd. By the way, Spot, Spotty is the fact checker during this game. So Very stressful. important part. Yeah, a lot of anxiety. When I say your name, the clock is going to begin. First category, as old as infield dirt. Camino. You, oh, have, uh, you have five. How dare you? Don Mattingly. You have five <laughs> seconds to name a team who plays in one of MLB's oldest ballparks. 
the Chicago Cubs. We'll take the top 20. <laughs> Hang on, <laughs> Kavina. Oh, I, I thought that was the question. Yeah. It, it is. is. Yeah, but, but, yeah, but, but we haven't started first? yet. Yeah, we'll take the top 20. He goes first. All right, let's get that timer going. Covino, you're up first. Chicago Cubs, Wrigley Field. Okay. Yeah, number two on the list. All right, Rich. Uh, I'll, I'll go Fenway. I'll get right, the easy ones one. out of the way. All, All right. right. Number one. Buyer. Dodger Stadium. Number three. Yes, good job so far. Todd. Go St. Louis. St. Louis. St. Louis. That may be towards the end. Yeah, it's been around for a little while. Not, yeah, it's... See it in the top twenty no, spot. Wow. Top twenty. No. What? Wow. No. I thought maybe it'd be like eighteen. Hey. You know, something like Sorry, that. Sorry, Todd. I think right. just off the list there. Yeah. Back to me. All right, Covino. We still associate it as new, but I believe Camden Yards is one of the first new ones of the previous era. Yeah, so I would be, be correct. Yeah, yeah, good job, Rich. I'm gonna go Blue Jays. Yep. Correct. Yeah, number, number seven. Oh, that's there. a really good one. Yeah. Fire. Give me. Uh, Give me Seattle. Uh, was it? Yeah. Yeah. T-Mobile. Uh, T-Mobile. Uh, 99. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, 14 on the list. Covino. Uh, well, Kansas City because they're getting a new yeah. one, but Kaufman. Yeah. yeah. Kaufman. Yeah. 73. Number six. Number six. On, yeah. Number six on the list. All right, Rich. Um, I've been there. Was new when I was there, but we're getting older, everybody. Coors Field. Is it is it still relative? Because I feel like ninety, yeah, right? Yeah, ninety five, number yeah. eleven on Good the list. Good call on that one. Yeah, yeah. I was like, is that when I remember going there when it was new when I was in my twenties. Sure, right. we're old. Got a good competition <laughs> so far. Field dirt. All right, uh, Dan Byer. Okay, I'm gonna try back end. I'm gonna go uh, American Family. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just yes, under the wire at number eighteen. All right, nice, Covino. San Francisco. That would be correct. Yeah, yeah. good call. Yeah, no, tied. Sick tied at 16. Yep. Yeah. yeah. 2000. All right, Rich. Okay, I didn't whoa. even go yet. Oh, <laughs> <geez>. <laughs> Tough beans, Rich. Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> Tough luck, buddy. Lorena was trying to tell the future there. <laughs> Ballpark at Arlington, Texas Rangers? Uh, Rangers. No, Negative. they got a no. new one. The new oh, yeah, one. remember? Globe Life oh, or whatever man. it is. All right. Oh, this is, right. This is between Covino and Buyer. Buyer. Oh. Arizona Diamondbacks, Chase Field. Yeah, correct. Damn it. Number tied at 12. All right. Uh, Covino. Cincinnati? Great American? Someone said it's right under the wire. No, no, yeah, said it. Yeah, it's right under the wire. Number, number 20. 20. Oh, I swear someone said Damn. it. just got in there. Yeah. Fire. We'll stay in the great state of Ohio. Guardians home. Progressive Field or Jacob. What was yeah, Jacob? Number field. 10 on the list. Yeah, yeah number yes. 10. All right, Covino. Whatever you want. It's progressive. Uh, or whatever it is. <laughs> Pittsburgh. Nice. Yeah, 19 yeah, on nice. the list. PNC Just under the feels wire. new, but you're right now. Yo, bro, I had one and lost it, and I can't think of it. Go ahead. Buyer. Uh, yeah, buyer. <sighs> I'm going to go Petco Park. San Diego. Petco. Got to be right. It's got to be like got 19 or 20. Because because uh, yeah. that was Jack Murphy, no. right? Yeah. Do I got this round? Wow, Covino. Yeah, yeah. Covino's yeah. got it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Can I can I 
throw one out there with White yes. Sox because that was the one oh, I had. Yeah, yeah, White Sox is yeah. number eight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, had that, I had that in the holster, and I stupidly said what? one of the other was ones. That spot? Yeah. Because I had one on the tip of my tongue, and I lost it. Oh, Did anybody see. say Comerica for the Tigers? Oh, good no. one. Is the Marlins uh, no still one said relatively? Oakland, right? No. Oh. You know what? That's the one That's I was going to say. No yeah, because I'm like, they haven't moved yet, so I wasn't sure if that qualified. Marlins are too new right now. That was a good category. Great job by everybody. Covino gets the... The walk off there as nice we go game. to round two. It's New Year OG fans. You have five seconds to name an NBA team that leads the league in attendance so far in 2024. Every team has played right around 30 games so far this this year. So we'll take the top 20. All right. Leaders in attendance, NBA. Todd, you're up first. Let's go, Bulls. Number one. Yeah, yeah, number one. Damn, really? Yeah, yeah. buyer. Warriors. Correct. 16. Rich. I'm gonna go Lakers. Yeah, 11. Just throw it in there. Covino. Middle there. The Milwaukee Bucks. Bucks. Yeah, 19. Back to Todd. Um, what about the Heat? Heat is four. Yep. Buyer. How about the Knicks? Knicks. Right after are, the Heat. Uh, number five. Yeah. yeah. Rich. Because the fan base is so passionate. Philadelphia Sixers? Sixers number three, yeah. All right. Dang. Covino. Uh, I'll have to go Phoenix Suns. Suns. No. No. Wow. All right. Back to Todd. Oh, what about Boston? Boston. Boston. Yeah. Number nine. Yeah. Buyer. Nuggets? Nuggets are number six. Good call. Rich. I'm going to hate myself if this is wrong. Oh, no. Just based on attendance and the population of the city. People going to Brooklyn to see the Nets, even though they, the oh, Nets just at the bottom of the list. Okay, just okay, I'm in. All right. You're All right. in, but just at the bottom of the list. All That's right. good reasoning, though. Like, oh, to be honest. Like, like, big population, bro. Yeah, yeah. 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 Todd? Um, only one in the country. What about Toronto? Oh, that was on my uh, list. Yeah. Yeah. Number oh, seven. 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 Uh, now i got to think of another. Buyer. Oklahoma City. Uh, let's see. Okay, see. No. Don't see them in the no. top 20. No. Yeah, no. Uh, I'm going to go right. based on, again, city, people, big sports fans. Atlanta, the Hawks, even though we just Trey Young bring people in. Work for you the first time, not the second time. Oh, Sorry, Rich. Todd wins this round. Who do we miss, buddy? Uh, were the Mavericks on there? The Mavericks, oh, were, number, the Mavericks were number two. Yeah. Uh, who else? Man. Let's see. Cavs. Uh, Cavs. Magic. Cavs, huh? Magic at number 10. Magic. Oh, number four. I never guessed that. Clippers. Clippers. Yeah, no one Trail Clippers. Blazers. Should have gone with the Clippers. Jazz. Spurs. I know. I, wow. I figured not until the wall. Yeah. So. Timberwolves. <laughs> Kings towards the bottom there. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. We're going to go to third category now. Covino and Todd both on the board. Third category is called Power Up. That was all, that was originally the show, but I, I replaced a guy named Todd. Cavino <laughs> and Todd. Cavino and Todd. Um, power Up. You have five seconds to name an NFL team who currently has the most salary cap space available. This uh, is from Bleacher Report's list on February 23rd, just last week. All right. We'll take the top 18 NFL teams with the most salary cap space available. <sighs> the Green Bay Packers. And... 
Are you? What, no, what? Co- yeah, Covino, yeah, yeah. Covino, wait for the ticker. Yeah, wait for the ticker. And by the way, yeah, uh, <laughs> oh, no. I feel like they're on the list of the people that have the. Yeah. Oh, I, you know what? I went backwards on oh. this. One. Well, My bad. That's I just tough. Read, they that's were tough. Oh. I can tell you, they were sixth. Uh, uh, so I blew it. <laughs> Dang! You blew it. I totally blew it. Am I up? Rich. Yeah. Uh, the Washington Commanders. Number one. Number one on the board. Buyer. The Bears. Bears number three. All right, uh, Todd. Um, Patriots. Patriots number two. Oh, I have. Okay, back to Rich. Seahawks. Seahawks negative. Between Buyer and Todd now. Buyer. Falcons. Falcons. uh, No, yeah. Yeah. Fourteenth on the list. Sorry. Thirty-eight point five million. All right, Todd. Um, Lions. Lions are yeah number eight. Oh, Lions, yeah, number eight. Yes, sixty-three point seven million for the Lions. Back to buyer. The Giants. Yes, thirty-two point nine. Nice call. Back to Todd. Uh, the the Jets. The Jets Jets. negative. No, buyer wins that round. That a boy. Nice win. Wow. Keep going. Let's go. Rapid fire. Yeah, let's go, man. Fourth category. Top stops. You have five seconds to name a player who's on Ranker.com's all-time list for greatest MLB shortstops. We'll take the top 15. All right, Todd, you're up first. Uh, Jeter. Yep, number five. Buyer. Wizard of Oz. Ozzy Smith. Yeah, number one. Yes, sir. Rich. Noma. Noma, right at the bottom of the list, 15. All right. Covino. I'm going to go with Cal Ripken Jr. You would be correct yep. at number four. Todd. Uh, I would say Reyes. Negative. Nope. No, sorry, Todd. Buyer. <laughs> what about A-Rod? A-Rod is on Man, there, number 12. Yeah. It looks a different color in this right? picture, though. <laughs> <laughs> Rich. Omar Vizquel. Oh, yeah. How did she? Yes, wow. number 10. Yes. How did you pull that out? Oh, wow. That's great. Nice. Wow. Defensive Co- masterpiece. Covino. Barry Larkin. Number six. Yeah, yeah buddy. Good one. All right, Buyer. <laughs> oh, gosh. He played shortstop at one point. Robin Yount. Yount, yeah, number mm-hmm. nine. Nice. Oh, he had to be there. Rich. Shortstop, shortstop, shortstop. Three. Gary Templeton? Yep. <laughs> You're out. <laughs> Give him the buzzer. Covino. Kevin Elster. <laughs> Covino. Mike Gallego. Give him the buzzer. Give him the buzzer. I think it's a tie. I don't know. Uh, no, like I have no idea. Give I wouldn't one. have had an answer. But you're still the last one standing. Oh. Out, so Bayer officially wins the game. Wow. That is his 11th W overall. Yeah. Todd, we think we thank you for playing in Missouri, and you did win a round. So. Thanks, Todd. Thank you. Thank uh, before, you. Let's go to Dan's uh, update real quick. Spot, who do we miss, though? Did we miss uh, uh, an obvious let's one? See. Ernie Banks. Oh, that's uh, tough. Onus Wagner, if you oh. want to go way back. Uh, Trammell. I want Trammell. Dave Trammell. Dude, I was actually going to say Trammell's a joke. Lou Whitaker, uh, Alan Trammell combo. Lori Wills and Jimmy Rollins. All right. Jimmy oh, Rollins. Rollins. Yeah. Dang, I wish you got that one. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do 
and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.